Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're a legend. Get driven. Stay driven. The four song EP. Collection of the electronic artists. Final recording. Alexa. Fame. Screw it. Everybody. Technology sucks. Technology mm. does suck. Welcome, everybody. It's Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 52. I was trying to get to the intro <laughs> music, but I couldn't get to it. So I said, because I got a, a Amazon Echo for Christmas, I just went two minutes before and said, Alexa, play David Bowie thing. Played it. So I wasn't going to do it again, then it wouldn't do it. So like I said, screw you, pal. You anyway, have to call it Trevor. Welcome. Trevor! Trevor! <laughs> Anybody that been on the internet, this guy had, this older cat was trying to work his um, Amazon Echo. And this call, you know, when you go ask a question, is Alexa. But this guy is screaming Trevor for some reason. And I don't know who's the bigger idiot, the dude's doing it or the dude's filming it because he's sitting there laughing at his father the whole time, like cracking up. And I was just like, help an old man out. Like, help an old man out. But some things on the internet are just so damn hilarious. And Felicia Brown has a problem with mascots, and she like watching mascots fall on the ice and stuff. Hey! <laughs> That's all you. But it was still really funny. <laughs> It was very funny. But anyway, welcome, everybody. I am Big Daddy. I'm with my co-host, the lovely Felicia Brown. Hello, everyone. Happy cold Monday. <laughs> yes, it is like in the teens. If not 20 degrees, it might be 18 degrees outside. It's very cold. Yesterday, I had to run out and run a couple errands. It got so cold that my cane was cold. <laughs> my cane got cold. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> oh, the, you still there? Yeah, your cane is metal, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It, 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 but it, it was just it, quick it, how yeah, <laughs> that cold because, you know, I went from outside to the van. You know, I turned the heat on when I got in the van. And then, you know, drove around to what I had to do. By the time I came back in, that cane was freezing cold. And I wasn't mm. even, it wasn't even exposed to the weather that long. That's what I'm trying mm. to say. Like, I understand it's cold outside, but I wasn't <laughs> even out there that long. That it should have did all that. But anyway, we're going to start getting into the show. <laughs> Golden Globes last night. Anybody that knows me knows I don't watch war shows. Hey. But this one I wish I kind of sort of watched. Because Meryl Streep won the Lifetime Achievement Award. Am I correct, Felicia? Oh, yes. Yes. And she used this platform to talk about how she felt about our president-elect, Donald Trump. And she just felt some type of way, the fact that he insulted, which everybody kind of glosses over, that he insulted a handicapped handicapped Mm -hmm. reporter. 
And she was just saying freedom of the press and this, that, and forth. And Viola Davis said a statement about uh, kind of hitting around to the president. And so did another guy. I can't, I can't remember his yeah. name, but he kind of – do you remember his name? I don't remember his name. He was like a, a writer or, or producer for um, another show or something. Yes. Yes, he kind of um, – you know, he hit it around about the prayer. Even Jimmy Fallon took a shot and his open monologue because the, uh, the teleprompter went down. So you giving Jimmy Fallon, who is a comedian, time to freestyle. And he said, you know, welcome to the Golden Globes. You know, this is the only election where the popular vote counts. Hmm. It's like a dig, dig, dig. So a couple of people dug at the president. So guess what your president does? He goes on Twitter, says that Meryl Streep is the, the most overrated actress in the, in the world, which is the biggest crock of crap in the world. Meryl Streep could play Wonder Woman and nail it. <laughs> yeah. Meryl Streep could play Diana Ross with the Supremes and nail it. That's how good an actress <laughs> Meryl Streep is. And for him to say that, he's a spoiled 70-year-old child. Mm-hmm. And this is just a glimpse into the the future of how, what type of president he's going to be. You can't fight every battle. Once you become in that position, it's not like being a businessman and people working under you got to kiss you behind and this, that, and the force. You can say what you want and everybody got to kiss you behind. It's not like that anymore. He has a job where he's the leader of the free world. So it's going to be times where people are going to say bad things about him. Other countries are going to say bad things about him. He can't go tip for tat with everybody. On Twitter. Did Obama go tip for tat with people on Twitter? Did Obama even get on Twitter? Does yes. Obama even have a Twitter account? Yes. Did he make negative comments about people? No, he's not that type of person. <laughs> exactly. And I, as soon as I, I heard what she said, then I uh, heard that he went back at her and said that on Twitter. I'm like, this is the guy we got running the country. It's a damn shame. What's your thoughts, Felicia? No, I agree. Um, I remember saying to you a few minutes before the show, like, when you're in that position or any other high-profile position and a position where your demeanor and, you know, just your overall mindset, you know, is depends on the well-being of the country, you have to be more tactful. So he's over here tweeting celebrities, you know, that really has nothing to do with him. How are you going to be when somebody wants to go to war with us or – if somebody takes hostage some of our American people, what are you going to do? So it, I think, you know, we just need to be a lot more tactful. I think his team around him is doing a pretty bad job unless they just want to see him fail because it's his team's job to, to say, hey, you know, we advise against you doing this. We advise against you, you know, lashing out on Twitter or even being on Twitter, like you said. So, I don't know. I think his presidency is going to be hilarious. He's going to be tweeting everything, you know, and 
you know, something's going to happen. (laughs) You just hit the hammer on the head when you just said what you just said. You nailed it. Where are his people that should be advising him on what to do and what not to do? There should be a team of people around him. As soon as it went up, somebody should have came in here and said, yo, pull that down right now. Pull that down right now, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a caller. Hello, caller. Welcome to Big Daddy's Hard Talk Radio. Yeah, Big Daddy, this is the president. This is the Donald. You know something to say to me? You're fired. Ah. What's going on? Who is this? Anyway, Meryl Streep, she's an overrated actress. You know, and you guys were were talking about being on Twitter and that my people should handle me. You know what? They're all fired. I'll fire everybody. Okay. (laughs) Big Daddy's not fired. Big Daddy's for president. No, Big Daddy's exactly. not fired, but you know who else is fired? Magic Mike's Ooh. fired. He's fired. I don't want him on the station no more fired. Why would you fire Magic Mike? He doesn't cause, cause any problems. He's overrated. He's <laughs> overrated. <laughs> so what's and, up, and, Mike? How you and, doing? Anyway, any, anyway, before I just, I just wanted to say that I think that the Golden Globes, they should be fired. Fire them. Hey, what's up, Big Daddy, baby? It is I, Magic Mike. I, I had a call, and I had to throw that in because it is so ironic that you were talking about the Golden Globes because I, too, I, I really don't watch those shows. Like, I'm more of an Oscar fan. But last Ooh. night, there was really nothing There was really nothing for me to watch Um except for divorce reruns, if you guys know what I'm talking about, <laughs> to show with Sarah Jessica Parker. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I agree. You know, everybody's making a big deal. And, you know, Facebook is the most, for some reason, political. And I, I, I do, I am political, but I don't take it to the, to the depths. Like some people are, like, you know, really angry. I've had friends that, that they didn't talk to me because I voted for Hillary, which I could care less because if they're my friends, they're going to like me no matter who I vote for. Right? Yes, I agree. So totally agree. My whole point in high Valicia, right? With the yeah. Okay. Oh. And my whole point this whole thing is is that I'm sitting at home, I'm watching, and, you know, Jimmy Fallon is so funny. I love Jimmy. And he's, you know, taking, everybody, he's taking shots, but everybody takes shots. The one thing that I liked was when Meryl Streep said, when she was saying about all these actors and, and where they're from, and, and basically saying, you know, you can build a, you know, you can build a wall, basically. But, but you know, we got some talented actors. They all came from there. I mean, but, but, Trump's, been, but Trump's been controversial since the day that Donald probably realized, you know, how to comb his hair or whatever. But, you know, it, it, just, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit. And you know what? Everybody that voted for Donald Trump, that's their opinions and that's their rights. And if, if they think he's right for the country, then he's right. But I do agree with what you said about the Twitter. None of the other presidents mm-hmm. ever, 
ever tweeted. And it's hard, and it's funny, and it's horrible as as George W. Bush uh, was as funny as he was, the comedian himself. We never have this this, but Donald Trump is just he's just he's an egomaniac. He's just that's how he is. I mean, you know, that's how Donald is, and and. Uh, you know, and everybody was like, you know, about Meryl Streep, and you know, maybe she shouldn't have said what she said. You know what? I'm glad she said what she said. I'm glad they gave her the platform. Well, if someone mm-hmm. interrupted her, I don't think it would have worked. But to call her overrated, it's like you said, he's being a big baby about it, and uh, and that's what uh, <laughs> that's what uh, that's what's gonna happen. But I'm all upset about something else I heard yesterday too. What? Well, I'm upset that Lady Gaga. He's going to be, you know, doing the Super Bowl again. I I wanted Mariah Carey myself. <laughs> You're joking, right? You know, I, I'm saying, though, I wanted Mariah Carey on there. I, I actually like and I watch Mariah Carey's, um, her show, a reality show. And it was kind of funny that, that she was on a plane and she said, let's hear some Christmas music. And, of course, it was herself singing. You know, I, I figured maybe it would be another artist or somebody, maybe New Kids on the Block or Bing Crosby. And, you know, and everybody's joking around. And she's just sitting there, and I'm saying, look, she's lip-syncing again, but she's not moving her lips. Mm. You know, but I, that's yeah, what I wanted. I wanted Mariah Carey to go into the Super Bowl, and then I wanted to hear what she had to say at the Super Bowl in front of a larger audience, you know. Hmm. I was joking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Um, appreciate you calling in. Always a fan. Oh, I, I, and, um, I, I thank you. I, I thank you. I, I had to call in when you were talking about the Donald. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's uh, focus on wrestling. Undertaker's back. Shawn Michaels is coming back. Interesting stuff to moving forward to the WrestleMania season, wouldn't you say? Yes, very much so. Yeah. Very much yeah. so. We'll see what happens. All yeah. right, guys. Thank you for having me on the show again, and uh, I love being. I love you guys. I love your show. Um, I can't wait to hear some more of it. I'm gonna get off so I can listen to you guys do your thing. Thank you, guys. Have a good night, mm-hmm. Alicia. Next Have- time you cook, I want some food. I'm hungry. I'm not okay. fat, and I'm hungry. I'll hook you up, Mike. <laughs> you hook me up? All right. Okay. Yeah. I'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Oh, you got it. Thanks Have a nice night, night, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I will say, though, we can't really say no other president has tweeted because, because Twitter, Twitter just came only out. started. Yeah. Yeah, because Twitter just came out. So, so the started. only president would yeah. be Obama. Would, would have been Obama. And as soon as he said it, I... You know, in the back of my mind, I'm saying, well, no other president could have done it because Twitter just came out. Yeah. But I know where he's getting at. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and pretty yeah, much absolutely. what we were saying is that um, Donald Trump <laughs> has to pick yeah. his battles. And you can't right. go tip for tat with everybody that's going to say something negative about you, especially anybody famous. And then he called uh, Meryl Streep a, a Hillary what do you say? A Hillary, Hillary Hag or, or something? A yeah. Hillary Hag or something like that. That's just that loss miserably. Yeah. She didn't lose miserably because she did win the popular vote. Exactly. It's that electoral bullshit. 
that the reason why he won. <laughs> because he greased some palms and because he promised somebody something along the way with his with his presidency, because you know one hand washes the other. That's how he got in. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is at this point. And I'm not gonna keep bitching and whining and complaining because this time next week he will be sworn in. <gasps> Jesus. Yes, this time next week he will be officially the nation's president. So I'm not gonna bitch whine and complain, but I urge everybody to continue to voice your opinions. Just don't let him do whatever. And people get mad at um. Uh, crap. Al Sharpton, because he's having his protest that same day, but Al should have that protest. Continue to protest. Continue to every little thing that you disagree with, voice your opinion. Because if you... What's that old saying? If you lay down, you fall for anything. You know what I'm trying to say. You don't stand for it. Yeah. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So continue to voice your opinions. If you don't like it, it is what it is. So anything else on that, Alicia, as far as Golden to Globe, oh. you want to no, talk about? No, I'm very happy once again. I don't know what's going on. I think it's like a uh, form of protest, but honestly, People of color and women should be getting, you know, these awards. It was a really good night for people of color last night. Congratulations to Tracy Ellis Ross and Donald Glover for their shows and their wins. Um, One of my favorite shows that came out, The People vs. OJ, you know, won pretty big again. It was just a really good night, Um, you know, and it's good to see Hollywood kind of take a stand, but, Honestly, I think they should have done it before because I don't think actors and actresses understand what kind of influence they have. So use their platform and use their influence and use their voice. And we might not have even been in this situation, but we are. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the other point I had wanted to bring out. And I'm glad I, you and I think a lot, uh, think alike a lot. And that's the other thing. If they could use their platforms to express their opinions. They continue to do so. <laughs> and that's what Meryl Streep did. That's what Viola Davis did. And that's what people should do as far as Hollywood. Use your platforms to express your opinions. That's what Big Daddy and Felicia Brown does on the Big Daddy's Hard Talk show. We use our platform to voice our opinions. And we're entitled to that. Now, if you want to cover Behind me and mock me, it's on you. I don't care. But I'm going to voice my opinion. <laughs> on that note, move it on. <laughs> uh, Mike had brought up Raw tonight. Undertaker is going to be there. Shawn Michaels is just there to plug that movie he did with the WWE. Yeah. I was going to say, I disagree with it being interesting. This is not interesting. This is, it would be interesting to see how they pull it off. But Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, my number one and two wrestlers, Undertaker number one, Shawn number two, um, I don't need to see them, though. You know what I mean? So this is not interesting. Interesting would be using the talent you have and making a great storyline. And 
WWE's just not doing once that. again, we talked about it last week, and we'll talk about it again this week. SmackDown is kicking Raw's ass. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just the plots are better. The storyline is better. The wrestling is better. Hate to say it. It is what it is. I am kind of intrigued. I wonder what The Undertaker is going to say. As far no, as, no, no, no. I'm curious. He's probably going to stay. He's probably entering to the Royal Rumble. If he is, it is what it is. Because I think he wants to make one last run, and we'll see what happens. Because I heard a couple reports of different ideas that bouncing around. I don't want to give too much out in case I'm wrong. But yeah, I think they're pushing the Undertaker for a big match at WrestleMania, which should be his finale. So we'll see what happens. Um, NXT is going to be an Upper Derby. Yay! February ninth. Am I correct? No, tickets go on sale February ninth. No, no, the show is February ninth. The show is February ninth. Yes, February 9th, the uh, NXT at Upper Derby at the Tower Theater. Yes. Big Daddy of Alicia Brown will be in the house. Yes. Uh, KCW is running March 11th. Come out and support Billy Gunn, Two Cold Scorpio, a couple other um, surprises that KCW has planned. Dirty Money. Uh, Karma Just a couple people That's going to be on this show Come on out and support And that's all the wrestling I pretty much got Unless you have anything Felicia. Did you say like karma or bad karma Bad karma Not karma karma uh, Bad karma I'm like oh my god they were karma Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hey I wish they would have. Hey, shit. Oh, I shoot. mean, you can use it and, you know, to draw people, but. Nah. <laughs> because uh, uh, she's, she's a hell of a wrestler. I always thought she was a hell of a wrestler. She's just a big girl, but she could kick ass. So I wish. But, yeah, um, that's all the wrestling I got. Unless you got anything, Felicia. Uh, was it the. The New Japan pay-per-view. If you haven't seen it, watch yes. it. Um, yes. That is about it. Congratulations to Cody Rhodes. Congratulations to Dean Ambrose, the new Intercontinental Champion. He should be the yes. main champion. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> My but, opinion on Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodes is one of the smartest people in his business. Yeah, because Daddy taught him well. His career was going. Daddy taught him well. He's seen because I think he was to a daddy more than his brother did. But he's seen where his career was going with the WWE. He wasn't on pay per views like that. He was putting the mid card matches and was kind of lost in the sauce. He leaves the mm-hmm. WWE and started doing the indies. He went to TNA briefly, did a couple matches there. Uh, Ring of Honor did a couple matches there. He's over at um, New Japan on their paper, their big show. Like every year, but January fourth, January third, or whatever, they have a big show over there in Japan. And he was on this show, and good for him. Right? Because like I always bring up the conversation of the 
the video that Al Snow put out a while ago saying that sometimes you got to reinvent yourself and you got to start over. And that's what he did. His stock is going to rise up so much that Vince is going to be kissing Cody's ass to come back. And then Cody's Cody's going to have WWE by the balls because he is very over. Very over. (laughs) And good for him. Yeah. That's another thing you mentioned, TNA, too. I totally forgot. TNA has been sold to a company called Anthem Sports. I don't know who that is. There you go. But their logo looks like it should be on the back of some 90s jeans. <laughs> it, it's, I don't know. I don't know who these people are. But bye-bye. It could be a good Dixie thing. Carter. Yeah, Dixie Carter left. They're bringing um, uh, uh, Jeff Jarrett as a, back as a consultant. And if you ask me, I would tear the whole thing down and, and bring it back up again. I, I would, would change sell up everything. WWE. <laughs> Just take me, WWE. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much where it's going to end up anyway. But if you want to make one final run at this, you have to fire all your writers. Come out with new writers. I'm not saying give it all your talent. Cause, uh, TNA does have some great talent. But it's yes, just not being yes. used properly. And it not being written in the right things. It's like watching a bad indie show. I'm sorry, it is what it is. Outside of uh, letting Matt Hardy do a movie every week, <laughs> it's really not that entertaining. Like, I legit, I use one of Alicia's words, I legit <laughs> sat and tried to watch uh, TNA the other day. And I might have got... <sighs> 20 minutes into it, and I turn it. And I'm a wrestling fan. I love wrestling. I watch wrestling all the time. But I got I turn because I got bored. Take your talent. Use your talent to the best of their capacity. Get new writers in there. Tear the whole thing down. Bring it back up. Because what is, what's going on now really is not working. Outside of the whole Matt Hardy playing in this backyard stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, briefly, I see the list of possibles for the uh, Hall of Fame this year, WWE Hall of Fame. Ah. And it did have DDP on it. He's the first inductee, uh, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, He's DDP is going to be the first inductee. Yep. I also saw the Rock and Roll Express. Hmm. Uh, saw Rock and Roll Express, DDP, Ivan Koloff. I can't remember who else. I tried to remember this and I freaking forgot. But the one name that stuck out, and I'm like, no, I don't think he's ready. You might agree. You might disagree. It was Tommy Dreamer. I don't think he's ready in the sense that he's not finished. You know, the Hall of Fame is kind of that final nail in the coffin. Yes. Yes. But, um,. The oh, second inductee is Ravis and Rick Rude. Yeah, he's the second inductee. Yeah. Yes. Which but Rick I love Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, he should have. And we have another caller. What's up, George? How you doing? What's going on? How's everybody doing? Hello. 
<laughs> We're good. How y'all? Okay. Jacob Blade, how you doing? Uh, I'm getting better, man. You know, honestly, I'm going to be straight with y'all. I would not be getting better if it wasn't for Ms. Brown. Ms. Brown helped me out a lot. Oh. You know, she helped me. She helped. She knows what's up. Um, and I appreciate Ms. Brown, by the way. You're welcome. So, yeah, I lost, um, if everybody don't know, I lost my stepmother right before Christmas. So, uh, oh, sorry Christmas to hear was very rough. Yeah, so it was very sad, but I got through it. Ms. Brown helped me out a lot. So, everything's cool now. So, but uh, Big Dad, I need your help on something. Um, What's up? I I need you to help me since the process said it. You gotta help me with these Sixers playoff tickets, right? <laughs> and we're going. Tell them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these things we can do. I it, can't we can do, do, do it, brother. You, right? <laughs> I can't do nothing for you. <laughs> hey, hey, look. I was sad. I understand it was a business decision, but I was sad to see Hollis go. You know. Hollis was a hard worker. He's the type of guys that, you know, what's up guys you call bring you lunch pail to work and work hard? You know what I'm saying? But I, but I understand it's a business decision. See, I kind of sort of disagree. I'm glad they got rid of Hollis. I think Hollis was taking up space, not taking nothing away from what he did. And he was a nice, very nice guy, but he didn't produce. And he was here, one of, he was one of the longest people here. And I didn't see where he actually produced on the court. And yeah. if he would have stayed, they would have had to come off another million dollars for him. And he's not worth it. I'm sorry. It is well, what it I'm is. Like I said, nice enough guy. So they yeah. had to do what they had to do. Yeah, I understand. And they, and they didn't want to pay that million. I mean, he was up. They said he was on average like five points a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and it was sad because they, I was like, I think they should get that dude, what's his name, Cat Barber? Because. If they really thinking about, if they really think about bringing in um, Nate Robinson to replace him, I mean, my God, come on now. And I mean, maybe on a ten day thing, you know, for Nate Robinson, maybe a ten day. Yeah. Thing. But I, I can't see him. You know, you know, maybe, maybe he's a good, pretty. I don't think he's a good locker room presence, you know, because Nate Robinson has some stuff with him. You know, I just, I well, disagree that he. No, I'm sorry, but I was saying was I disagree that. He should have won that slam dunk title over Iguodala. I'm sorry. I still have some resentment toward that, but oh well, it's whatever. <laughs> I agree with you totally with that because I feel the exact same way. Iggy should have won that, and they screwed Iggy out of it, one. Two, uh, I agree with what you said about Nate Robinson. We don't need that type of presence in our locker room because he does – he's a little bit of a butthead. And we don't need that because I did see where they where was thinking about signing him to a 10-day. But if you got Cat Barber down there in Delaware, mm-hmm. move him up. Mm-hmm. Move him up. Like, yeah. move him up. See what he does. If it doesn't work, you send me back. But, you know, it is what it is at this point. Try different things. I can't see bringing in another person, especially Nate Robinson, because I don't see exactly what he's going to bring. Yeah, I think they dropped the ball with, with Jordan McCray. I think they dropped the ball with him. Man, please, they really yeah. dropped the ball with McCray. McCray is tearing it up in, in Cleveland. <laughs> exactly. And now it's like Cleveland's now, everybody's now saying Cleveland's more hated because they got Kyle Corver now. But I was like, you know what? We had him too, so 
Costco is deadly shooting. Yeah, we didn't want to uh, pay him. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> we didn't want to pay him. That's hey, why we let him go. Yeah. Hey, um, I was also asking, did, um, did y'all hear, I heard rumors saying like um, the girl, Naomi, she's in a new Marine movie. Did you see that? She is. She is? I didn't yeah. know that. She is? Yeah, they've been doing, um, like, following her shooting on Total Divas. So it's her uh, and uh, Maroos as well. That's a, a lot Maurice of booty in the Marine costume. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, no, I just want to see it because her acting skills, really. I, I swear. Mm-hmm. I swear. <laughs> nah, but it's cool, man. But um, I, I just I I think that you know Vince probably needs to stay off these big dudes all of a sudden and just I don't think that day will come. But I don't know, you know the Marine movies. Nah, are, I think they tail, yeah, they need to they need to tail off as far as the um and, um as far as these big dudes. But one last thing, and I'll let y'all go. Um, as far as these guys with these PEDs and stuff, I'm just talking about all sports, right? But I always wanted to ask you, Big Daddy, have you ever, like, seen some, like, crazy stuff with PEDs back in your day that, you know, like, turn your head a lot and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Like, people try to appear parts you into that as well? I declare ignorance. What's a PED? I'm talking about performance enhance. I'm talking about steroids, stuff okay. like that. Okay, you know? okay, 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 okay. Um, being in the wrestling business, Yes, I have seen guys use, I'm not mentioning any names, but I have seen guys use these type of supplements to make their toes bigger, make their toes look more impressive, and it, it, it is, it, it's around, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. a lot of these guys seem to get hurt a little bit more often than a regular guy who just, you know, works out in the gym and gets it naturally. But a lot of these guys don't want to go through the troubles of going to the gym every day and, you know, working on it naturally. So they, you know, they take these performance enhancing things, you know, to try to make themselves bigger so they can get signed or whatever. And I just think it's a, I don't think that you should do anything that's going to shorten, one, shorten your career, two, shorten your life. Because if you look at a lot of wrestlers that were on it back in the 80s, they all died around 40. Yeah. A lot of them died... And the grace of God that Luger made it to where he is, but Luger's confined to a wheelchair now. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's see, really that good. You see a difference between back then and what he looks like now. I'm like, my goodness. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. It's like the grace of God. Luger didn't go yet, but if you look at uh, Rick Rue and uh, Kurt Henning and the list could go on and on of these cats that was doing it, and they all passed away at a very young age. Yeah. Uh, you the movie The like... Wrestler. Oh, yeah, great movie. One of the best i ever seen, ever. That's why he had a heart attack, because he was doing those steroids. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. i just thinking, like, something like that is not going to stop. Some people think it will. I honestly don't think he'll stop because there's still some people sneaking it, you know, in their lock in their lockers and stuff like that. And 
Yeah, as long as and there's think, a market for something, you, you, it's never going to stop. As long as they can try to sneak it or think they can get away with it, they're going to keep going. Yeah. And um, everybody saw those pictures of Odell Beckham Jr. Um, party in Miami. Or was it was in Miami with Justin Bieber, right? Yeah, it was in and, Miami. But my, but my boy said, did you see pictures of him when he, he went to the pawn shop and bought and bought the hands of Nelson Aguilar? <laughs> you wrong. So, I'm sorry, but you know that was messed up. They should have got rid of Greg Lewis after one year, but whatever. But you know, he's a, uh, he's a black man. You know, and somebody had to um, somebody had to, to catch the raft, so get rid of the brother. Uh, all right, well, look, y'all have a, y'all have a great week, man. I, I, I'm glad to hear from y'all again, man. So. All right, now. Hopefully, y'all enjoy the rest of the rest on it. All right. You too. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Later. Always good to hear from George. Mm hmm. So uh, he's doing better. Yes. Yes, I didn't know about his but, stepmom. Right, yeah. But so, it's a good thing that you were. Yes. Yeah, good thing you were there to help him. Mm hmm. Cool. Let's take uh, a commercial break and come right back with some advice, some relationship stuff, and then we'll put a, a bow on this thing. Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 52. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the loss. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. 
Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to TeddyScares.com. And be sure to become our friends at Facebook.com slash TeddyScares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. And we're back. Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 52. I am Big Daddy with my partner in crime, the beautiful Valicia Brown. Oh, hello, hello. Ronda Rousey, <laughs> not this past Friday, but the Friday before, uh, which would have been the thirtieth, December 30th, for the pay-per-view, and got the brakes beat off of her. <laughs> that fight went about 49 seconds. And 48. And 48 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and she looked like she never fought a UFC fight in her life. Uh, and the part that got me was the chick who beat her. I can't remember the chick's name now. Amanda uh, Thank you. Talk after the fight. You watched the interview. She said that wasn't even Rhonda's fault. That was her coach's fault. Mm. She knew she shouldn't have been striking against me. She knows judo. She should have been trying to judo me. But they told her that she could go toe-to-toe with me in a fight, and that's what I'm good at. And you could tell that Ronda was out her, one, physically, Ronda was out her element. Mentally, I think after she lost to Holly Holmes, she was done. Like, mentally, she was done. She shot. It's time to retire. Go to Hollywood, make movies, or find yourself a rich man, or whatever you got to do. But I just feel like she is done as far as UFC. That fight was embarrassing. What'd you think? I agree. I want to applaud um, Amanda. I hope she goes far. Um, But... A lot of people are saying Ronda will take a stab at WWE. I don't know. I I, I wouldn't deal with that. But, I mean, Vince is greedy, so who knows. But um, I do think it was Ronda's, you know, her team. This is the second time that Ronda went up against someone who's a striker or a boxer um, or a puncher, and, you know, she kind of got knocked down because Ronda is a mat fighter. She she gets down on the ground. Um, so I, I don't know. I think they're just taking money and, you know, they're not having her best interests at heart. But 
I mean, a lot of that is Ronda's fault, too, because I think that she was so pumped up by Dana White. Um, I, I think that, you know, a lot of these fights might have been like paper fights, but, you know, when it gets down and dirty, you got to <laughs> you gotta yeah, get it. But I, yeah, I feel like when she got beat by Holly Holm and lost the title, she kind of took her ball and went home and everything changed. But Holly Holm, she got beat shortly after and she stayed in. She stayed in and she kept mm-hmm. fighting. So, thumbs up. It's the it's it's the testament of the person. Yes, because absolutely. She like like you said, Holly Holmes took her ass whipping. She got up and she was ready to fight again. Ronda Rousey took her ass whipping. She went home, tried to kill herself. She got depressed. Next thing you know, she's training again. She gets in with this girl, and this girl beats her ass. If you had a heart, don't do it. And it, it, that's 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 with anything in life. Like if you don't have the heart for it no more, get out of it. Right. It was even like with that with me and wrestling, because I did have a passion for it. And I was very passionate about it. But, but towards the end, I could tell it was time for me to ride off in the sunset. And I do miss doing shows. I miss entertaining, but I don't miss the travel. I don't miss the, the putting the knee pads on. I don't miss calling the matches in the back. I don't miss I miss some of the people in the locker room. Like me and I I'm gonna just call some names. Me and Slim oh, with gosh. very good friends. Me and LeGrand Jackson, very good friends. Me and Rob Prefontaine, very good friends. I miss these guys. Uh oh. Shatter. Couple other people I'm missing, but these are like a lot of the guys. Oh, you know, uh, Kareem Horton, uh, uh, Joe, cats like that. I miss these guys. But some of these cats was really working my nerves towards them. I didn't want to bother with them. I didn't want to talk to them in the locker room. And I knew my heart wasn't in it the way it was. So, you know, the Lord removed me from that situation. But saying that to say, my heart wasn't totally in it. And I could see in some of my matches towards the end, my heart wasn't in it like it was. So it was time for me to ride off in the sunset. You got to know when it's time to leave. And I think Ronda Rousey, deuces, time to leave. You agree? I agree. Definitely agree. Definitely. And I have a feeling that, you know, amongst the the sport, she might have been, you know, not the most liked person. So, you know. She, yeah. I'm not taking away from her skill, though, because she's at one point she was the best fighter, you know, in in yeah. in the sport. So, um, yeah. but there's I feel you like there's know more well, right. I feel like there's more well-rounded people in the sport. There's people that are actually hungry and not spoon-fed like Ronda was. So, yeah, Dana, that was but Dana's just, baby. <laughs> yeah, it was Dana's baby because she could draw. And Dana, right. I think, is a fan of Vince McMahon because he knows how to take advantage of somebody who draws, and he knew Ronda Rousey could draw. Ronda Rousey, people wanted to see her. Guys wanted to cream after. You know, if you put her in a fight, it was what it was. You were going to make money. But she ain't got it no more. And it, and it reminds me, <laughs> excuse me, it reminds me of Muhammad Ali. And, uh, you know, I hate to talk bad about Muhammad Ali. You know, he's one of the greatest fighters ever. But 
towards the end of his career, it was time to let it go. And when he mm. fought Larry Holmes, Larry Holmes beat the piss out of him. But Muhammad Ali could draw money. But he wasn't physically, mentally able to get in the ring and do what he did when he was at his prime. And he should have left the, the boxing game a long time before he came across Larry Holmes. And Larry Holmes beat the piss out of him. And then Mike Tyson came along when Larry Holmes was in his career and beat the piss out of him. Mm. And then somebody came along and beat the piss out of Mike Tyson well before Mike Mike should have had that. So as a fighter, understand you got that heart in you that you know you want to keep going, but after a while your body just can't keep up. Then you gotta let it go. So on that note, we wanna talk about something else. We wanna talk about superstition. Everybody knows that this Friday is Friday 13. <laughs> so anybody that's listening, you want to call in uh, 718-508-9883. Uh, call in. Give, give us your opinion as far as uh, Friday 13th. You ask me, I'm a Christian, so I don't believe in like superstitious stuff. Friday 13th doesn't bother me. But I know, it's, you know what? It's funny because there's certain superstitious things that I still kind of hold on to because of my grandmother. I catch myself like thinking about it when it happens, and I'm like, you know what? Get what? out of that, you idiot! You know better. And I'm gonna tell you one that gets me, <laughs> and you're gonna laugh. <laughs> but. It's splitting the pole. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you and I could be together, and we're walking. And if you notice, I always go to the same side you do. Oh, my gosh. Uh. I'm sorry, and I try to get myself out of that. That's not superstitious. That's like seven years old. We used to do that when we were kids. <laughs> But split the poles for be bad luck. Don't walk oh under uh, if a don't ladder. walk under a ladder. That's bad luck. Uh, Whatever. Black cats with bad luck. Oh, gosh. I to tell you a story. When we were when I was younger, and we were trying to sell our house in Philly when we lived in West Oak Lane, we had a black cat. As soon oh. as that black cat ran away, we sold that house. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, if your left hand itches, oh, it no. means you got money coming. If your right hand itches, you got a letter coming. I never heard I that keep one. Going. I never like, heard you that know, one. You know how I am. And you know, like, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. And my grandmother would go through all these superstitions. Just say it. You're old. Uh, To the moon, Alice To the moon (laughs) Bing, bang, boom But yeah I am kind of old This is just some of the things that's going on But Friday 13th is like I said A superstition And I don't know, people really should Let these superstitions go How do you feel about it? 
Well, I, I agree with you. I'm a believer, you know, in Christ, so it doesn't really bother me. Even when people say, like, good luck to me, I'm like, oh, you know, luck is for losers. It really is. I don't need luck. Yes. Um, you know, it's all God and my own determination and will and talent, so I don't believe in luck. So I never wish people luck. I wish people well. But um, as far as the step on a crack, break your mama's back one, I hop on every single crack to <laughs> My mother, but I won't dwell on that. Um, but yeah, superstitions are, are, I don't know where they came from. I would love to read up on, you know, the origin of superstitions. I think Friday the 18th is just a cool day to watch some scary movies and scare yourself. So have fun on Friday, everyone. And you know what? Jason was one of my favorite, you know. Mm-hmm. Those movies, like the first three, I thought was good. Then after that, it just got played stupid. But well, Michael um, Myers is Friday Thirteenth, right? No, Michael Myers was Halloween. Oh, same thing. <laughs> Jason Voorhees was Friday Thirteenth. <laughs> Freddy okay. Krueger was Nightmare on Elm Street. Just nightmares, yeah. Yeah. And they got another movie coming out called Bye Bye Man, and I'm like, all right, y'all stretching on this. Yeah, it's like y'all really stretching on these ideas, but <laughs> they're trying. They're trying, but I don't know if you can really create another. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if that era is over or like a lot of the right. horror films I see now are just like, blah. Right. Maybe because I'm older and I'm used to it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Like I haven't seen a real now. good one. Right. Go ahead. I have. No, I've seen some some pretty good ones, but the scariest thing now is our government, so. <laughs> there you Nothing go. You want to be now. scared? You want to be scared? Tune in next Monday around oh noon. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's a horror film for your ass, huh? Oh, my God. Next Friday. Yeah. The 20th. Yeah. That's a horror film for your ass. <laughs> like that for the next four years called four years of horror on that note <laughs> I'm going to put a bow on this one and send it home any last things you want to say Felicia no I thought you had some uh, some advice but uh... nah nah I'm going to save it because I want to word we'll it save just right it. uh but now everyone stay warm. Check on your pets and elderly and all that good stuff. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad you said that. And if I could piggyback off of what you just said. Look here. Anybody that's listening, if you have a pet Aww. or if you have a pet dog, you better bring <laughs> his ass in the house. Don't let him stay outside. It's freezing out there. Aww. Bring his ass in the house. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's true. Take care of your pets. You know, even though it's not hot, still keep them hydrated and everything. And winterize your cars. Be careful driving. Black ice is scary. And don't drive like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, because somebody cussed out somebody Friday night because they got cut off Mm. on night Mm. Mm-hmm.
I wonder who that was. I'm just saying. I wonder who that person was. Wasn't me. If this this wasn't a family show, I would say what that person said, but no. (laughs) Every so often I get a little road rage. I let a couple words fly. You you can't hold it against Big Daddy. Whatever. And by every other so often, you mean every other light. (laughs) That ain't right. (laughs) That ain't right. But on that note, I want to put a bow on this, send it home. I want to thank you, beautiful, gorgeous, always vivacious, Felicia Brown. Whoa! Thank you, sir. My handsome co-host friend. (laughs) And um, go Dallas Cowboys. Gosh. Go Sixers. Yes. And tonight is the national championship for the uh, college national championship. So if you're into college football, this will be the last game of the year. So I will be watching that and watching wrong at the same time, flipping back and forth. So it's going to be good. So it's three different types of people in the world, those who don't know what happened, those who wonder what happened, and people like Valicia Brown and Big Daddy that make things happen. Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5.17, uh, putting all things to the side. You bring Christ in your life and make everything new. God bless you all, and good night. Good night, everyone.